Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Nobody is Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am one of these uncertain people, and this is where I talk about all the things that I'm uncertain about and some of the lessons I've learned that have helped me throughout my journey of becoming just a little bit more certain, um, or a little bit less uncertain, I guess I should say. Um, Yeah, so welcome to the new listeners. I know I've had a few more since um, the last week, since my last episode was released. So hello, welcome. Um, Let's just dive into it, because there's something I really want to talk about today. It's actually two concepts that I want to talk about, but they've been on my mind a lot, and I think they just bear repeating because it wasn't until I reframed these ideas the way I have for myself that they've really sunk in. And I've heard other people talk about the same concepts, but in different terms, and they just never really resonated with me the same way. And so I wanted to kind of reframe it for anybody else who's like me and sees the world in the way that I see it. So I wrote about these concepts on my blog. One of them is the concept of letting go and letting flow. And the other one is the concept of not expecting, just desiring. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break down both of those things and how they kind of work together. Um, to preface, I'm not really like very super spiritual in like the woo-woo sense of things. Um, you know, I don't want to close any doors, but I see a lot of people talk about manifestation. And this is a lot on podcasts, on TikTok, YouTube, the, the concept of manifestation and allowing things to manifest for you and the universe conspiring to help you. And, you know, that's great. Like I listen to a lot of those content creators who talk about it and it's, it's great. Like I just like hearing different opinions on these these views and these topics. So I listen to everybody and how they talk about it. Um, but the only thing with manifestation that never really kind of stuck with me is the idea that like the universe or or God or creator, source, whatever, is conspiring for you as though it's like this external force that's conspiring to help you, to give you, to manifest for you. And it's the reason that never really stuck with me is because it feels very um, self-absorbed. But I mean that in the way like somehow the universe has its eyes on you and it's working to help you specifically. And that's not really what I believe happens. I think we are all one consciousness, right? We all work together in tandem in this universe, you know, this world, like plants, people, animals, we're all in this, like, we're all in sync, right? And so the universe can't just be conspiring to help you specifically because we are all one. So it's helping everybody and everything in its own way. So it's like, there has to be an energy there that's more of a flow than it is of like a direct connection to you, if that makes sense. Like, this is why I've had a hard time with the concept of manifestation in this like very spiritual sense of the term. So the way I've reframed it for myself is the concept of letting go and letting flow and envisioning yourself. This is what I often do. Um, envisioning myself like on a stream in a raft and the water is pulling me along and that's how I kind of see like the concept of life, right? And in the stream, you're not forcing yourself through the water. You're not trying to go up against the stream because that's going to be hard. You're letting the stream kind of pull you along where it needs to go. And 
while you're on the journey, sure, you can kind of like maybe stop off and look at a few things or try to like readjust how you're making your way down it to be more comfortable. But at the end of the day, you're letting go and letting flow and letting the stream take you along with it, right? And that's how I kind of like envision life and like my life's journey. Um, And I know a lot of people do too. It's like very, um, it's a big concept in philosophy, like Taoist philosophy. Um, And Alan Watts talks about it a lot in like, if you're interested in learning more about it, but yeah. So the concept of let flow and let go and let flow for me is the idea like, I think we're often told like the, you know, the hustle and grind culture of like, if you want something, you have to go get it. You have to go do it. You have to chase it. Right. And the act of chasing, as a lot of manifestors talk about, is that when you're chasing something, you're recognizing that you don't have it. And when you recognize that you don't have something, it it, it makes you constantly try to uh, fill that void. Right. And therefore, if you're constantly filling a void, there's an emptiness there. That means you're never going to be in the level of comfort that comes along with um, attracting abundance, okay? So hustle and grind culture, like, it's important to work towards goals, of course, right? But I think what's more important is first aligning yourself with who you are and what you actually want. Because we're often told what we should want, right? We should want this type of house, this type of life, like these luxuries. And it's based in ideas that are culturally and societally based. It might not even have anything to do with you and what you want, right? But you're still told to want it. And so subconsciously, you're leading your life with this belief that might not even be yours, right? And so if you're leading with this belief that's not yours and you don't really truly want it, you're going to be living life with the work and effort and striving towards something that just doesn't fit for you because it's not yours. And that's why a lot of the time I think like, and this is something I've gone through as well that I've had to like relearn or like unlearn rather. Um, when you're working towards something that's not yours, that's not meant for you because it's not aligned with who you truly are deep down, life feels like a struggle because you're struggling, you're, you're trying to swim upstream, right? And that's why it feels so hard and you feel like you have to grind and hustle and to get to that thing that you just desperately want. But it's like, maybe you don't even want that thing. So when I think of let go and let flow, what I see is, letting go of the expectation, the that end goal, right? That expectation that you think you should have and just flowing with your desire. The way I do this, well, I've been starting to do it and it's worked fair, fairly well for me so far, but it's, you know, I, I, and this takes a lot of like alignment with your true desires. And that means a lot of unlearning of the things that you've been taught to want, especially in this capitalistic society, we're taught to want a lot of things that actually don't mean much to us other than just status, which is nothing pretty much. Um, so what I've done is I go into any sort of situation, any sort of like goal, journey, path, and I go in thinking, okay, I would like this thing, this end goal to happen. This is what I would like, like this is what I would desire. And again, you'd have to get really in tune with your with what your actual desires are, right? You don't want it to be a fake desire put on you by someone else. It has to be it has to be aligned with you for this process to work. So you go in saying, you know, I would really like this thing to happen. That'd be great if it happened. But if it didn't, I have enough self-trust to know that I will figure it out in a way that feels aligned with me, that I will handle it. Okay? And that that aspect of self-trust is so important in the let go and let flow process because you have to trust yourself that if you're letting go of the control 
of the ideas of what's supposed to happen and you allow yourself to just be kind of taken by life, by the universe, by the stream, that you'll be able to handle whatever comes your way. And I think a lot of us aren't taught to trust ourselves. We're taught to trust in other people so much more than we trust ourselves. And that leads us to be taken on a ride that isn't comfortable or isn't fun and allows us no autonomy and allows us and doesn't allow us to really learn and understand what we truly want from life. We're going based on somebody else's desire. Someone else is pulling us along with them. And that doesn't feel very good. And it leads to a life that is unfulfilling because you're going after goals and chasing things that just aren't right for you. And so this is why it's important to like really understand the concept in this term, in this way for me, this has been important um, because it's really taught me and shown me the nitty gritty details of it, which is again, self-trust. And it always comes back to self-trust and knowing that you're going to be there to back yourself up. Because without, without the ability to trust yourself, you have no idea what's going to happen. The, your fate is in the hands of all these other people who don't care about you as much as you care about yourself. And I know that sounds awful to hear because you want to think that other people care about you. If you're in a long-term relationship, your family, your friends, like you want to, you would, your inner child wants to believe that there are people out there that care about them more than they should care about themselves. You know, you want to know, you want to feel protected. You want to feel looked after. And while that's great, and of course, like when you're in those relationships, yes, there are, there's a mutual care and affection for one another. But truly, deep down, no one will care about you as much as you care about yourself. You cannot outsource that level of care to anyone else because they won't, first of all, they don't know you. They don't know what's in your head, what you truly want, who you truly are. Therefore, they won't be able to give you the, the right kind of love and care and protection that you desperately desire. And that's why, like, I feel like people get into relationships that are unsatisfying because they expect that other person to know how to love them and what to give them. But that other person's not you, right? And so if you outsource your love and affection to another person to give to you, you're never going to get it the way you want it. So, And you probably won't be able to then give it to other people the way they want it because you've never experienced it for yourself. And that's why you got to start with yourself first. You got to give all that stuff to yourself, show yourself that you're good, you're willing to give it to you and trust that you're going to be able to give it to yourself, right? To trust yourself to do that because you love yourself. So you're going to give yourself the things that feel good. And then that then allows you to like go off into the world in a way that's like not as like fearful all the time. It's you kind of are able to operate in a way that feels more peaceful and more calm because you know like whatever happens I trust myself to sort it. I trust that I'm going to do what I need to do to make myself feel good. And if you're used to doing self-abandonment, right, people pleasing, um, treating yourself badly for others, you won't have that self-trust to know that I'm going to do whatever it takes that feels good for me and is aligned for me so I don't have to worry. You're probably going into the world, if you have these tendencies, not trusting yourself to be good to yourself. You probably have a fear of your own self. Like, you probably feel like I am going to hurt myself, therefore, like emotionally or physically, whatever. Therefore, you would rather have your life in the hands of somebody else. And that just does not lead you to the right path because it's not yours. And so understanding that like the moment you can trust yourself truly and know that 
I, I deserve good things and I trust myself to give myself those good things because I deserve them. I truly believe I deserve them and I'm the only one that can give them to me. So I'm going to give them to me. That's when you're able to operate from a place of ease and comfort and flow and attract all the stuff that you're trying to attract. And I think that's where the like manifestation really, that's where manifestation starts when they talk about this. But I think it's so much, you have to start before that, so much more before that. You have to start at the aspect of self-trust. Otherwise, manifestation doesn't make sense. And I think that's what was so hard for me to put together in my head for a long time. Because they talk about, and this is what I say, like, where I don't relate to, like, the woo-woo of manifestation, where it's like, this actually has a lot to do with your psychology. It has a lot to do with the secular aspect of life and the human body. Your, you, your brain needs to be rewired by you to believe something different, to recognize that you are in control, that there's nobody out there that's going to save you. You are your savior. And saying that, if we're talking about like religion or whatever, like you are your savior. You are your God. You are your higher power. You are this force that's going to guide you in a way that is full of love and light and peace. And you have to trust that higher power yourself, aka, that you're going to do that. And that's how then you can kind of lean into this like flow and letting go. And that when you're able to do that, then that's when the stuff starts happening for you. And also when you start when you start going into things with um, desire and not expectation, like you're not going into it saying, OK, I want that specific house, which is what a lot of manifestors say when they they say do um a vision board they say put the exact house that you want put a picture of it and look at it every day and it's like that limits you so much that really closes up the box of who you are as a person because if you're doing that you're saying okay i can only have that thing and you go into these um into these paths and journeys with that specific expectation when that specific expectation doesn't happen then what then you lose self-trust you believe that you now you can't trust yourself because you weren't able to make that thing happen for you. And also in the process of trying to make that expectation happen and come to fruition, you're probably acting in ways that aren't aligned with who you truly are in every given moment. You're trying to align yourself with the kind of person you think would earn or deserve that specific end goal expectation. Does that make sense? So you could be acting in ways that are so misaligned with your true values and morals and becoming somebody you're not. Therefore, of course, nothing's going to feel right. Nothing's going to feel aligned. It's all going to be very messy because it all comes down to every moment of alignment that you can you can capture. So like instead of instead of saying, OK, I want that specific thing, saying I would like a nice, safe, comfortable home, a space to call home, right? Say so you go in with that desire, right? That feeling and, the, you know, manifestors also talk about like, and spiritual guiders or whatever talk about um, leading with feeling, right? The feeling that you have in you. And I, I truly believe that as well. You go in with a desire, the feeling of, I want to feel safe, comfortable, protected in a space. That's so, like, that's bare minimum, right? Therefore, you leave this open space to, to, to kind of move around within it as you're going down your journey, right? So whatever you're doing that's with that desire in mind, the end goal could be so many different things it, like that give you that feeling that you're searching for. It doesn't have to specifically be that one thing. The feeling can manifest in so many different ways, right? It could be you buy a house, right? There's one aspect. You rent, 
you move in with somebody you care about. Like there's so many ways that it could, could come and manifest that if you're going in with a specific expectation, you're blocking yourself from all those opportunities and have probably misaligned yourself in the process. Therefore, like, I think it's so important that the letting go and letting flow comes down to every minute detail, sorry, every momentary decision of alignment in any moment you say, and you know, this is hard because it, it comes down to mindfulness too, right? And intention. Every moment of your life has to be intentional because it has to be aligned with who you are and not with um, pre-programmed patterns in your mind from childhood, which is what I think a lot of us exist within. And I do it. All, I still do it all the time, but I'm trying harder to be more mindful of it. And so in any like, and I know it's hard. It's hard to break those patterns and to say to yourself, especially if you have mental health, severe mental health issues, like I get it. I'm not trying to like judge or say like, you got to just do it. You know, it's really hard. Um, but even just like, Moments when you do feel the ability to make an intentional choice, do the intentional choice rather than the pre-programmed behavior, because it'll just it'll it'll just build self-trust, and self-trust is truly the foundation to every good thing in life. Which is crazy that no one has ever talks about that. Like I had to learn this by myself. When it's like we should all be talking about this all the time. That self-trust is the key. It's the key to everything because you are your higher power. You are who's going to pull you up from what... And that's not to say, like, you can't count on community. Of course, like, community is so important. And, like, the people in your life are so important. We are communal creatures. But if you can't help yourself first, you cannot help others and vice versa. They can't help themselves first. They can help you. They can't help you. Um, It's like the concept when you're in an airplane that's that's falling or losing cabin pressure the air mask the the oxygen mask comes down they say put the mask on yourself first before you try to help others because if you pass out mid trying to help somebody else you're useless you're useless no you're useless but like now you can't help anybody right whereas before if you took a moment to just first establish your own safety your own security now you're able to help so many other people and then like that energy is exchanged within the universe and it's it's great it's a beautiful thing so yeah. Um, well, I feel like I've gone to like so many different <laughs> concepts, but again, it comes down to the fact of letting go, letting flow, which is established with self-trust first. And when it comes to creating self-trust, um, there are so many ways to do it, truly. Um, it could be in setting a boundary and proving to yourself that you're going to stand up for yourself when you need to. It could be in not responding to somebody when you know that they're baiting you to respond not respond that you've trusted yourself not to remove your energy from that person it could be in just like doing that small thing that you keep saying you're gonna do but you never do um it it, like there's so many ways to build self-trust and it's different for everybody like the reason your self-trust has been um dissolved is different than why mine has been right so it takes a lot of like awareness and effort to really like understand what it is for you which is why I like always recommend journaling sit down journal it out talk to yourself a little bit like get to the nitty-gritty of it so that you can then understand like how to rebuild that self-trust and then allow that self-trust to be the foundation of you going into the world in a mindful intentional way knowing that you'll have your back if you know shit hits the fan which often it does 
Um, but if you know you have your back, you don't have to rely on anybody else um, in a way that's not aligned. Of course, you can rely on friends and family when you need to, but you don't have to rely on other people who might not be right for you, who might not be good people just because you're desperate for that like help, um, that, that support. Like if it starts within you and you have it within yourself, you don't need to like bring people who are unworthy of you and your energy into your life because you got you. You don't need anybody else after that, right? But again, it's way easier said than done, takes so much time, but I wanted to share that and um, I hope this has helped. Um, oh, another little like <laughs> um, analogy, allegory, metaphor, I don't know what the term is that I'm going to go with, but the way I like really often think about um, let go and let flow truly is in, and this is like, okay, I'm going to be very nerdy right now, nerdy millennial, um, but in the first Harry Potter movie, when they're trapped in those vines, when they're looking for the Philosopher's Stone, they're in the vines and they're struggling. And Hermione tells them like, listen, the more you struggle, the tighter the vines will get. You have to just relax, right? And the moment that she relaxed, she got sucked in to the vines. And to Harry and Ron, that looked like she was being like absorbed and like killed by the vines. But to her, she was she was letting go and flowing to the other side. She went through whatever issue she was struggling with and got out of it. And that's just what I use as like a visual representation of what I'm talking about and how I like operate through certain situations. Let go. Let go of whatever control you're holding on to, whatever like fear-based control you're holding on to. And trust that whatever happens, you'll handle it. Even if it sucks, even if it's painful, if it's uncomfortable, if you cry a lot, at the end of the day, you're going to handle it because you got you, you got your back. You're capable of it. No one's more capable than you at handling your own life. And yeah, it's just, it's a like for me, it's a much freer way of seeing the world and like the life journey than the hustle and grind aspect of it. Like you got to make shit happen for you. You got to make your life happen through thick and thin. It's like, actually, no, like if you have your trust, you can kind of just chill, just flow see where the world takes you see what comes up in your life and of course there's so much nuance to this conversation right like different communities struggle with different things all the time obviously so i think this aspect of let go and let flow and self-trust can just be kind of changed and reformed in ways that fit best for you and your circumstances but i don't think there's any argument against establishing self-trust anytime you can because it is truly the foundation of a content life, as I'm realizing. Um, Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I got a little bit like heated and passionate there, but it's something that I really wanted to share with people who might also be on this journey that don't have like a reframing of this concept of manifestation or law of attraction or like, I wanted to keep it very like simple, basic and like earthly (laughs) in a sense, not so celestial and, you know, it's just, it's self-trust in yourself as your higher being, your higher power. Like you got you, got you. you're going to take care of yourself and you can just like let go and flow down the stream of life. All right. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, follow me, whatever you'd like. And I'll be back again next week with another one.